Welcome to Kibia, the spirit of sauna. Join your hosts, Alan Jalishaw and Alyssa Lansdell, as they explore the history, culture, and lifestyle of sauna. Whether you're a lifelong aficionado and expert like Alan, a relative newbie and budding enthusiast like Alyssa, or just curious to see what all the fuss is about, this is the podcast for you. Sauna is so much more than meets the eye. So breathe deep, get comfortable, and share in the search for the true spirit of sauna. Well, hello, everyone. Last episode, we got very zen. You may recall we talked about mindfulness and meditation and relaxation and how sauna can keep us mentally healthy and in the moment. Today, we are taking a more active physical approach to sauna, moving to the intersection of sauna and physical fitness. Now, before you freak out, we're not talking about working out in the sauna. That may not be advisable. Let's dispel the myth. But there is a reason so many fitness facilities have saunas, and our guest today is going to tell us all about it, all about the benefits that it can have on our physical fitness. Brian Richardson is a fitness coach, among many other things. He's also co-owner of The Fit Club by Price Health in Waterloo, Ontario. Welcome, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, I know you have a connection with Alan. He speaks very highly of you. Alan, what, what has Brian been able to do for you? Well, about five years ago, uh, I, it was determined that I needed a hip replacement due to arthritis and wear and tear and abuse on my body. So I found my way to Price Health, and I met Brian. And Brian was my first trainer at Price, and he got me in good shape for my surgery so that uh, the recovery was minimal. That's worth gold. Amazing. <laughs> now, uh, Brian, when we're talking about having a healthy lifestyle, where, where would you say that sauna fits in? I mean, there is what well, we will talk about injuries and how, you know, sauna can help. But as far as your job as a trainer goes, how can it help? Where does it fit in? Uh, well, the main um, one of the main causes of injury is is immobility. And just the general inflexibility of, of muscles. Um, traditionally, I don't know if this is <laughs> this was definitely my generation, but we would sit around and we would do static stretching, and you would hold each stretch for twenty to thirty seconds, and then move on to the next. Yep. And that was how we prepared for sports. Uh-huh. Um, most research and most um, practical application has shown that that's not really the best way to to actually warm up. What we want to do and what we do now in, in the Fit Club, and Al has been a part of this, is uh, dynamic stretching. So the idea is that you, you do functional movements and you do them to increase the core temperature of your muscles, which drastically reduces injury uh, much better than static stretching. Along these lines, um, regular sauna use, uh, either during the day or after exercise ensures that that core te- core muscle temperature remains high so that when you're doing dynamic movement, when you're doing, whether it's exercise or sports, your muscles are more able to handle that explosive load or that strength load and not uh, injure yourself. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't call it a warm up for nothing, right? That totally, literally, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Right. Maybe we should have taken that hint before we, I took yeah. my grade one phys ed class, right? Yeah. It all comes together. It does. It does. And actually, in all seriousness, Alan, did you see that connection right away with the dynamic stretches? Did you make the connection to, oh, yeah, heat in the sauna, heat in my, you know, muscles and joints? I did. And I did. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I, I did notice when I was at the cottage uh, or even at my home sauna, feeling more nimble after a sauna. And since then, you know, in recent years, especially after going to Price and, and spending time with Brian, 
I would actually do certain stretches in the sound if I was by myself. If there was other people around, they'd think, What's, what on earth is he doing? <laughs> trying, not trying to fly or something? Uh, but when I'm by myself, I will be in the sound and I will stretch and move in directions that are very similar to the exercises that I've been given to help help those uh, help strengthen in areas, help give me some mobility and range of motion. So it's really helped a lot of the combination of the sauna and the exercise. So for those who are a little more physically out of shape, having a hard time getting back in the saddle, as it were, can sauna help? How can heat play a role here? Um, actually, I have a very good uh, anecdote about this. So I don't know if you've heard about this thing, but there's a bug going around. It's called COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I may have heard of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, what is what it's done other than being a dangerous virus has put most of society, even formerly healthily active people, mm-hmm. on their butts for about a year. Yeah. Um, so what happened a couple of weeks ago was sports were allowed to resume. So we were finally able to get back onto the field. And in the first week, while painful for the lungs and very humbling, mm-hmm. everything was okay. Uh, what happened the second week, last week, uh, there was a massive uptick in injuries, um, myself and my teammates included, one of whom is a fitness coach like myself, really? so we should know better. <laughs> um, yeah. So the issue was not being able to use our explosive muscle power over the last year. We could work out, but there wasn't a lot of sprinting on the field and using those uh, explosive muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of a roundabout way of saying that with sauna access, with that ability to do uh a 20-minute sauna bath, our muscles would have recovered faster, regained their elect- elasticity faster, and allowed proper functional movement in the week between games that would most likely have prevented all of those injuries um, and improved our performance. So for people who haven't been able to move in the last year and are worried about injury, sauna is a good way to increase the suppleness of those muscles so that when you do get back in, you're less sore, you're more able, and there's less chance that you will injure yourself. Makes total sense. Why didn't everybody buy a sauna at the beginning of all of this, huh? Well, we spent all our money on alcohol. Uh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. That is accurate. At least in that this was house. a very. Yeah, there was a very embarrassing bottle return. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but it's not embarrassing when we're all in that same boat, you know? The number one thing, everyone comes in, they're like, I'm absolutely terrified of gyms. And so creating that comfort is a really important part of what we do. Yeah, creating the warmth, as it as it were, literal and, and figurative. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so for those people, I mean, how, how do you start with them? How do you motivate them? Uh, so you meet them on their level. So mm-hmm. the problem with, a lot of gyms and a lot of sports and a lot of athletic or physical or athletic activity in general is that it's intimidating because you walk in and you see people already being good at it and you're not. So it's meeting them on their level. It's making them feel comfortable and making them understand that it's not only okay, it's extremely normal to be starting out wherever they are and then watching them improve from there. And once they start to feel comfortable and that it's okay to be at whatever point they are, they start to calm down, they start to improve, and then they stick with it, and suddenly you've got a life-changing uh, situation. Yeah. Now, I bet, I bet, I, I'm willing to bet that Alan was more of a, an amenable coaching client than most, right? Because he's very open-minded, very curious. Al wanted to hit dingers and What's run that? to first base. Al wanted to hit dingers and run to first base. <laughs> yeah, that just reminds me. Uh, I think I did say that to him a number of times. I had lost my range of motion, and I play a lot of softball and golf. 
And I wanted to get back to being able to. So that was just the easiest way to explain it. I want to hit home runs. And I would say that. So I love it. He, he actually gave me specific <laughs> exercises to increase my range, uh, make me more explosive in my movements. I do remember that. And that's one of my goals. I wasn't as intimidated to go to the gym, but I definitely agree with Brian. Having Being able to see those improvements really helps people stick to their program, stick to their regime. And uh, that's one thing I do recall is seeing that improvement, especially when I was in such a bad shape. If, if I can remember when I first went in there, I, my left knee, I couldn't lift it at all. The arthritis was so bad. Um, but, by, yeah. but within a year, I was able to walk pretty normally, but I still needed the surgery. Yes, I've been told that I have the knee of a much older person. So um, I get that. I've got the arthritis. But I'll tell you, after doing, I remember I, I learned about this arthritis when I was starting into a dance competition. And I kept pushing through just because it was a charity dance competition. I had to do it. And I I do not, now that I built up the muscles around that knee, I do not have the pain that I used to. Is that coincidence, Brian? Uh, no, actually. Uh, most people come in and say... Well, there's three things they always say to me. One, my nutrition isn't that bad, which mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is a lie. Turns out to be not it's a lie. This, yeah. It's a lie. <laughs> then I make them write it down, and they're like, "Oh my god." Um, <laughs> yeah. And two is I have bad knees, uh, mm-hmm. or I have bad elbows and wrists, and mm-hmm. most of those are untrue. The knee is more of a symptom, so it's like a cough from a cold. You're not the cough isn't the disease. You have a virus. Just like with knees, usually it's a response to uh, very tight hips or um, in women, especially after childbirth, it tends to be related to pelvic floor, lower core, and uh, it's called lower cross, which is a posture syndrome or a postural issue with your lower body um, that puts a lot of extra pressure on your knees. It makes your quads, the big muscles at the front, fire way too much, and it actually makes your butt not, not work at all. <laughs> so your knee's doing way too much work and right. is literally not in gear. I hate that when my butt doesn't work. <laughs> that was that I know, explained right? my state of being right now. <laughs> it is not in gear. Uh, how stop, on, you- stop on by, we'll get you fixed up. I will, I will. You really have me encouraged now, for sure. Uh, sounds like you've got the answers. Uh, and, and so what is inflammation? Because a, a lot of these issues that people are dealing with, you know, I, I think of arthritis, I think of inflammatory disease. And it, what is it really? What's chronic inflammation? What causes it? You talked about the food. Stress, mm-hmm. too, I'm assuming. Stress is a major one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, st- yeah, stress is something that is supposed to uh, serve a biological purpose. If we're evolving, we're running, we're running from a, a predator, we're running from a lion our body wants to feel stress because it gets us into a state where we can survive the situation. We can run away, we can climb a tree, we can, you know, fight the lion, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But the idea is it's supposed to go away. Yeah. It's supposed to spike and then go away. With the way we live our lives now, often we will find ourselves constantly stressed, whether it's from work or family or other expectations. And instead of being a spike and a drop, we've got a baseline level of stress. And because of that, it just starts to wear away at our system. It's basically being on high alert all the time, and you can't be that way. So this will build up things in our system that cause inflammation. So cellular inflammation, meaning our cells are actually inflamed, uh, muscular and even like bone inflammation and arthritis. Mm -hmm. Basically, everything's reacting as though you're under threat, but all the time. 
So... That sounds horrible. I know people it, who deal with this kind of chronic pain, it must just be a nightmare. Yeah, and it's it's very common. And I would say almost, almost 100% of people are dealing with this or something similar to this. Um, but things like exercise or actually research into to bring it back to sauna because it's uh it's an acute form of stress and it's uh, mild your body reacts by increasing those stress hormones and then after your exercise or after your sauna they dip so you're actually helping your body reduce inflammation by causing it specific mild stress it's called hormesis um so any kind of mild stressor, they're doing it with uh, skin aging right now. They're derma-rolling skin, causing a mild stress, and the mm-hmm. body always overreacts. So it will add more collagen, it will heal these areas, and it can either delay or help heal uh, wrinkles. And it works very similarly with your, with your body, with your organs, with your bones, with your muscles. Totally makes sense. And so, um, Alan, I'm assuming that heat therapy has always helped for you when it comes to any sort of, I know, maybe I'm not even talking about your joint issues, but any kind of inflammation? Or do you even have inflammation, Alan, being in the sauna as much as you are? Well, I would think I don't have inflammation, but I still do a little bit. And arthritis is really my only issue. And it's, I have the stresses in my life like everybody, but I also have a, there's a hereditary uh, component to why I have arthritis because my mother has arthritis. She had her hips replaced. I also abused my body a lot when I was younger, which is a good thing. I enjoyed what I had and now I don't have it anymore and my body is paying the price. So I have to make up for it. Um, but you know, arthritis is my only real physical ailment, but I have been using the sauna religiously to alleviate, you know, the tightness and the, and the loss of motion. And it does help a lot. It does give me a lot of relief. And like I said, that's why I, when I'm in the sauna by myself, I do those stretches and, and movements because I do recognize that's the time to do it when I have the blood circulation and, and my muscles are a little more relaxed and I can get that range of motion to force my body to do what it used to do. Yeah, I mean, the heat's worked for me that way. And this is interesting because traditionally we tend to think of icing an injured muscle or an injury. Put some ice on it, right? Brian, what do you say to that? Do you still recommend that or alternate therapy or what? So the, the science has kind of changed a little bit in recent years. When you have that acute injury right off the bat, icing it can help by stopping your body from responding too harshly. Um, as I mentioned before, your body always responds to stress massively in a massively disproportionate way. So even if it's a mild muscle injury or a mild knee injury, it could still swell up like a melon. So the ice is a really good start to that because it can stop uh, that immediate inflammation. But then as you're starting, as, as you get over that initial trauma, as you start to heal, the traditional advice was to keep icing it. But all that does is really stop the pain. It doesn't help with the recovery. Whereas heat, and now this is kind of how we talk to all of our members if they have an injury or pain of any kind, add heat add that mobility. It helps with uh, healing connective tissue. Um, infrared saunas, I know, are very uh, at the forefront of this right now. Uh, they can help athletes heal connective tissue uh, two to three times faster than just regular um, wow. heat or healing. Um, 
That's new, huge. New I want to stop there for yeah. a moment because sure. you work with athletes. I mean, time is money for athletes. And I've talked to, you know, a few of them yeah. or people who know them. And if you can figure out a way to speed up that recovery two or three times faster, like, why wouldn't you do yeah. it? 100%. Um, it's called RTS. It's called return to sport, which is always the the first thing you want to focus on as an athlete because it's all you really care about. When can I be back on the court? Right. When I can be, when can I be back on the field? Um, and yeah, the, uh, it's new research. So all it is right now is, um, they're testing these athletes, they're giving them this therapy and they're noticing that they heal much faster. Um, whether it's the way the, the infrared works, whether it's the way the light works, or it's, just, it's the improved oxygenation of the bloodstream from the heat. That's still kind of ongoing research, but the point is um, because of that reduction in inflammation after the sauna, because of the, the, the effects of it, they're getting back on the court twice as fast, which is really, really cool. Um, yeah, because you, I mean, I could ask you all day about your different experiences and we can talk about the mind-body connection. I mean, you are you are many things. We will get through some of the things that you have done <laughs> and, and your titles and you have many talents and interests. I mean, do, do they all kind of, is, is there a common denominator in terms of your vision in life and your motive, your, you know, your goal or your mission? So, <laughs> so it's kind of a, it's kind of a personal thing, but I watched... Um, a lot of my family members were athletes and I was an athlete and as I was playing sports as a young, as a young kid and as a teen, I watched the older men in my family physically stop being able to do the things that they taught me to do and that they loved to do. And that absolutely terrified me because I had loved, I would loved playing sports so much. I didn't want to turn 40 and sit on the couch. So old 40. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and now I'm appro- <laughs> now I'm approaching that, and I'm I'm yeah. um, I'm yeah. glad I got into the field I did. But it was always a passion to be like, no, you should be able to play sports until you're 95, and you should be able to run yourself into your own grave. Yeah, yeah, man. Totally. And that's funny because I'm thinking of some similarities. Alan, you have, or not similarities, I suppose, by contrast, your family, they live forever, right? They do whatever they want. They have. So my grandmother lived to be 102. Uh, her mother lived to be 98. There's lots of longevity in our in our family. I'd like to think that the sound is a contributing factor, but I'm I'm not a scientist, but I think it is. What is the what is the modern research? And it kind of blew my mind. So when you mentioned that your family lives lives forever, um, if sauna is a big part of their life, I would argue that it probably is a major factor because it has everything from helping your heart, helping your helping reverse or prevent arterial stiffening, um, reducing inflammation, include, and even just reducing uh, cognitive decline. There's mm-hmm. a lot of studies done in the last five years that are pointing to this kind of therapy, sauna therapy, as having major implications for anti-aging and just aging gracefully. Absolutely. And, and I mean, you've spent a lot of time in parts of the world where you know, they've known this for a long time. We are just now catching on here <laughs> in North America, yes. right? But, yes. Yeah, yes, you yes. spent time in South Korea, Thailand. Tell me about what, mm-hmm. you, uh, what you observed there. Uh, well, in South Korea specifically, uh, Jim Jobongs are a major part of culture. I would argue that it's a, a weekly, if not more than weekly, uh, tradition for a lot of people, especially active people. Um, it was it was an interesting thing for me um, coming from a Western society where argu- arguably we like to we're a little bit more shy. Mm-hmm. But um, until you've sat in a sauna with an older man's 
genitals in your face and make eye contact with you. You've never, you've never really lived. And then he blow dries them. <laughs> Just keeping that eye contact the whole time. It's great. It really opened, it really opened my eyes. Um, <laughs> There's a stand-up routine in this somewhere. Oh, gosh. Thanks for the visual, uh, Brian. Yeah, no, no problem. I'm glad you could live it along with me. I'm glad I could bring that from, from overseas. Um, but one, yeah, it changed my perspective on nudity. But two... It's really interesting because a lot of the, the aging population um, in Korea are insanely active. Um, it's a very mountainous country, and so hiking and mountain climbing are something that they do. And it would be funny, you would, you would be running up a mountain at 5.30 in the morning thinking that you are the peak of physical fitness, and you get to the top, and there is a 95-year-old um, trio of women up there selling you water and somehow they beat you up there and they're wearing heels <laughs> oh, seriously not figured i'm not even i'm not even kidding no, they are they are physically wearing high-heeled shoes and they're sitting there looking at you like what took you so long oh my and goodness. yeah it's um, all relative <laughs> yeah. it was amazing and humbling but it was yeah. really cool because they just they seem to age much better and they stay active and again this jim Jobon experience is most likely part of that because they're in the sauna they're in the heat and they're experiencing that you know four plus times a week while maintaining that level of activity and that's just so different than retirement and aging is viewed here where it's almost like oh well, i'm done yeah. and the big the biggest high point of my day is going to be the wheel of fortune jeopardy hour at six o'clock <laughs> It is. I mean, we're laughing, but it's it's funny because it's true and it's kind of sad, too. Absolutely. Uh, any big differences that you've seen between the Jim Jilbang and like, a, I guess, what is the equivalent, like a steam room or something here? Yeah. Well, the Jim Jilbang itself is a massive facility. Not all of them, but for a, for a good portion of it, it's a massive uh, facility. Um, and you can have depending on the size, like hundreds of people in there all experiencing this at once and all just basically yeah. spending a day in it. Um, going from like sauna to hot tub or, you know, being rubbed down. Like it was a, it's like a full day of essentially therapy and it's an ingrained part of their culture. And it's also just, re it's just very normal. It's not something that you go out of your way to do. It's really, really cool um, and health focused. Yeah, Alan, have you ever done that? Or if not, is it on your bucket list? I haven't done it, but listening to Brian describe it, it's definitely on our. Uh, it's on my sauna bucket list, which is different from my life bucket list. Uh, uh, and it is also. I'm gonna definitely. I'm making notes here. I'm gonna add this to the sauna world tour that we're gonna start this fall, and definitely South Korea is gonna be one of those stops. Absolutely. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I'm going to Turkey in uh, in the winter. Amazing. <laughs> it it was the first place that popped up, and so once COVID was uh, allowable, so we uh, just booked in real quick. Beautiful. And so if you're going to Turkey, I'm assuming you're going to be visiting one of the famous Turkish hammams? That's the idea. In general, yeah. I like to experience as much of a culture as I can while I, while I travel. And so before you jet off into the wild blue yonder, uh, any last words of advice for anybody uh, who is uh, considering sauna as it pertains to their, their physical activity and their physical health? Yeah, it's something I would definitely recommend as a supplement to uh, exercise or other health regimes. Um, 
much like supplements, it's not going to take the absolute place of movement, of exercise, mm-hmm. of a healthy lifestyle, but it's something that will definitely help increase the quality of your life going forward. It'll increase the uh, effectiveness of your, your exercise, whatever it may be. It'll increase your um, the way you're able to live your life, interact with your family, interact with your friends, just as a quality of life booster and a quality of life into old age uh, supplement. It's amazing. Yeah, so we'll all be going well beyond forty. I'm assuming. <laughs> well beyond. I'm, I'm. I am. I am well beyond there as it is. Truth be told. <laughs> all right. Well, we can't wait to hear all the stories of your travels and this very rich, full life you have, Brian. And thank you for joining us today. I know how busy you are. I. We can find you at the Fit Club by Price House in Waterloo, right? You got it. Every all day. Right. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll probably see you in a sauna somewhere. You got it. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. So, Alan, I can totally see why you uh, suggested Brian for this. This is uh, an amazing connection for us, and it's sparking all kinds of ideas for myself and I know our listeners. So thanks. So, Alyssa, do you know where we're going next week on our next episode? I'm not sure, but I, I hope it's it's somewhere exotic. It is. It is exotic. It's uh, We're going to be meeting with Roman from Steamwell Sound in Mississauga, and this is one of my Ooh. favorite public saunas. It's got a bit of Russian, a bit of Finnish. <sighs> bit of everything. I think you're really going to enjoy You've it. You've talked about this before. I know I am. You said food. You had me at food. But uh, I can't wait to take the, the journey. Thanks for listening to Kivia, the spirit of sauna. Please subscribe for additional episodes every two weeks. Take a moment to rate, review, and share the podcast. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kivia Sauna. This podcast is brought to you by Kivia.ca. Canada's premier destination for the sauna community, providing expert advice, quality saunas, custom designs, as well as authentic sauna accessories. Visit us today at kivia.ca. This has been a Memory Tree production. 